Okay, you count off. Okay. Three, two, one. That was terrible. That was amazing for me. That was spot on. So okay, well, let's it. go with that. Okay, everyone. Back to places. We're going to run it again from the top. So, I'm Felicity, and this week I'm in the process of, you know, <laughs> working with my actors for the big one, the big Monroe episode that is coming up next week. You know, I had to... A friend suggested to me, like, oh, why not have a cast? So I decided to have a cast for holding rehearsals in, a, in a, this little stage that I own. You might recognize some of the cast members. There's Felicity Obel. There's Melinda the Spy, which we have not met. There is Perfect who I don't think has a character voice or much of a character personality. (laughs) (laughs) Then we're going to have my Brooklyn sister. Who else? Oh, I have a whole list of characters. You mean actors? I mean actors. (laughs) These are all the actors I hire. They're great. I love them. Oh, that's right. We've got M.P. Miller, also known on the gaming community as Woolenknot6969, and it's the namesake for our email address. And we have Stella, who was the person who infiltrated, well, not infiltrated, I became Stella and infiltrated Saks Fifth Avenue. She's a very successful fashion designer. She lives in Manhattan. And then there's Yatisilev, who I also don't think has much of a character personality. (laughs) Her main character trait is that Melinda the Spy is perpetually trying to catch her. Yes. So we're going to have some drama next week with all of these personalities because you know all my personalities are much more successful than I am so <laughs> oh maybe we should have Felicity Bell you know she she graduated so she's still maybe she'll degree. make an appearance as uh, as one of the narrators for the Greek chorus nice. we'll be checking in with them routinely maybe we'll have some backstage interviews with some of my lovely actors are you going to interview them, or am I? We can back and forth, you know. I mean, it's kind of weird as a director to uh, interview. You could, you could always interview me, sort of. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we got to hear about this dinosaur. <laughs> oh, right. So the dinosaur this week is Gigantoraptor. Gigantoraptor. Mm-hmm. That's its name? Mm-hmm. Well, Gigantoraptor is... <sighs> hmm... I guess you could say Gigantoraptor is like this really big shot, you know? He's this sort of really muscular, muscular guy. He, he sort of gets cast in movies to play this sort of not very smart but attractive buff guy, you know? Gigantoraptor has been a real pleasure to work with on my production. I'm very happy that he will be taking on the role of... I didn't actually look at the roles before I started rehearsing the play, so I cannot tell you what role he's playing right now, but Gigantoraptor is a huge part. He came from the pro wrestling world, and I think he's ready to make his big Broadway debut. That's exactly it. Wow. All right. I can quit now. <laughs> so Gigantoraptor is... The um, species is part of the Oviraptosaurian theropod dinosaur. And Oviraptosaurian means egg thief lizards, 
egg beef lizards. Egg thief. Like, they steal Oh, eggs. I thought you said egg beef lizards. <laughs> How would that even make any sense? But um, they were initially called that because people thought that they ate eggs, but it's later found to not be true. So this specific one, the Gigantoraptor, is so-called because it's, like, the biggest of those types of dinosaurs. It was found in 2001 in Inner Mongolia. Um, They have found embryo in an egg, a fossilized egg of the dinosaur. They're not sure if they're herbivorous or carnivorous. Only one way to find out. Resurrect one from the dead. Yes. Jurassic World. This is our weekly segment on Jurassic World. They were just airing a Jurassic World marathon on HBO or Star Wars. Jurassic World marathon? There was only two movies. I mean, Jurassic Park, not Jurassic (laughs) World. And it lived in the late Cretaceous, just like I think everything single other dinosaur we've ever talked about. You need to change that. Have some diversity in your dinosaur pickings. I feel like the, what are they called? Paleontologists? Yes. I was called them anthropologists. The paleontologists had a really long day when they found it, and they were like, I wish we call it Giganosaurus. All right. Giganoraptor. Giganoraptor. Like, how big was this thing? It was eight meters long. I don't know. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Looking at the Wikipedia thing, it was twice as tall as a man. Okay, it's pretty big pretty big like including its long neck and stuff and its egg was about the size of like from your foot to your knee wow that's pretty big actually Mm -hmm. also if you hear sounds in the background that is because well first off one of the actors presumably Yatisilef because Yatisilef is perpetually the chaotic bad guy that the spy is after has let some birds into the theater and also downstairs we are, they're watching something. They're watching shows. They're practicing their, they're practicing their acting craft by watching shows and then repeating them verbatim. Hmm, is that what you learned at LAPA? Yeah, that's the, that's the school of acting that I'm trained in. It's called something. Watching television. It's called, yes, it's called the Netflix technique. You put on Netflix and anything, anything is Netflix. As long as it's on the TV, it's Netflix. And you put on Netflix, and you have to try to memorize it and repeat it back, but you need a scene partner. It's like sort of combined with the Meisner technique. Deep cut. Or not so deep if you're an actor. I have no idea what you're talking about. Sanford Meisner. That's the technique. Oh, we could practice it. Are you ready? Well, it's hard because we can't see each other. <laughs> Let's do this technique you've never heard of. Okay, go. Here, I'll, I'll do an example between uh, me and Felicity O'Bell. So, um, um, Felicity O'Bell, can you uh, get in here? Yeah. Sorry, Felicity O'Bell's got a bit, uh, she, she stumps around quite a bit. Got lead feet. Okay, Felicity O'Bell, pull up a chair. Oh, I am Felicity O'Bell. Is anybody going to say hello to me? <laughs> hello, Felicity O'Bell. Um, okay. I'm still finding my accent, so Felicity is going to explain Sanford Meisner technique. So the Meisner technique, James Franco is a member of the school, and so basically 
what the Meissner technique is, is you just say sentences and repeat them back. So you, it's based off of observations. So right now I'm looking at Felicity O'Bell, and I say, you're wearing a skirt. And then Felicity O'Bell says, I'm wearing a skirt. And then it goes back and forth. So it's like, I'm wearing a skirt, or you're wearing a skirt, I'm wearing a skirt. You're wearing a skirt, I'm wearing a skirt. And it sort when of goes does back it and stop? forth. It never stops until the directing <laughs> teacher, acting teacher stops you. And you, well, you don't necessarily go with the same line, so it's like, you're wearing a skirt, oh, I'm wearing a skirt. You look sad, oh, you look sad. You have eyebrows, oh, you have eyebrows. <laughs> and it goes back and forth, and then you do your scene right after. So we've been working on the Meissner technique here at uh, Felicity Studios, except we don't hire... Here, the, the ironic thing at Felicity Studios is we unfortunately don't hire anybody named Felicity except for Felicity O'Bell, and we, we don't hire, like, Felicity Kendall or Felicity Jones. We have a strict, we have a strict, that's almost a little hostile, uh, no other Felicity policy. We also don't let any other Felicity, Felicities into the audience. <laughs> Damn. Except they're not allowed, because they might steal our ideas and become infinitely more famous and successful than we are. <laughs> So this is the Meissner technique. We go, we go down the line. Well, we don't go down the line. You have to do it through two people. But you know, since it, it's it's we've only had what a week to rehearse this. It's sort of like I go, you have a skirt. Felicity O'Bell goes, oh, you have a skirt. And then my Brooklyn sister says, you you have a skirt. <laughs> mm, classic Brooklyn accent right there. And then Melinda, the spy, goes, ah, I'm going to get you. So she's sort of, she's been the hardest one to work with, I would say. Oh, yeah. Sounds like it. Sometimes, you know. (laughs) She's always chasing after one of her cast members. I would imagine that would be very difficult. Yeah, it's hard because, you know, we we gave a call to Yutisilef, but she didn't return it. And she hasn't shown up for any rehearsals, but she's still billed as one of the main stars of the show. (laughs) So... (laughs) It's going to be quite interesting, and we don't really have any understudies. So, that's a thing. But, yeah, every time it's kind of annoying with Felicity O'Bell. Not Felicity O'Bell. Um, don't, don't, don't loop me in with that loser. Okay, I'm sorry. Anyway, so, Melinda the Spy is so annoying to keep track of. You know, sometimes I'll go into the break room, and you open the refrigerator, and she's hiding in there. Other times, <laughs> you know, we are going through things on the stage, and she jumps down from the rafters, because we have a fly system, you know, I, I bought this theater last week, and of course the first thing I made them do is install a fly system, we don't have anything, we don't have any fire safety codes, or seats, or lighting, we just have a fly system. <laughs> so yeah, sometimes Melinda Spy will just descend from our fly system. She does it with all the safety codes though, she hooks herself in, so I I would say it's not a very effective technique if Get to Salaf is actually there, because... She knows not to run and just sort of have to, you know, go through, get the SMs and have them unhook her and everything. So it's been a real challenge. And then, of course, there's Felicity O'Bell, who is sometimes a ghost, but we're not really sure on that uh, canonical point. Then there's Perfect. Actually, no, I think Perfect's you, right? <laughs> I mean, Perfect. <laughs> it's my character, so... Then we have Trombone, that's right. So we have Trombone, 
Um, and sometimes the SMs get confused. And so I tell the SMs to go get trombone, and it's pretty much 50-50 whether they come back with an actual trombone or if they come back with actual trombone, you know? Yeah, I can see how that would be confusing. Yeah, it's kind of difficult. It's also hard because, you know, I keep talking to trombone, trying to get her to sort of, you know, take notes and play a, a more diverse tonal like performance and it's sort of hard because we haven't worked that much with her so who is in my cast again <laughs> you just left melinda the spy felicity obell the brooklyn sister um Trump stella stella perfect i think that was it wait no it's perfect it's trombone perfect's not in my show <laughs> and then Gigantoraptor. Oh yeah, I forgot about yeah. Gigantoraptor. I don't know what role he plays, but he's plays a role. So, and I'm the narrator. I'm the narrator. Yeah, and the director. And the director. And the author. And the author. Or playwright, I guess. Well, you know, I like to I like to uh, test the boundaries of artistic labels. You know, some people label me a playwright. I, I like to throw them for a loop and say author and they're like oh you've written in novels I'm like no but I've written plays and they're like it's not a playwright and I'm like no I'm different I'm not like the other playwrights <laughs> so are you excited to see this production next week oh so excited well I thought of something else we were gonna talk about oh what you were gonna tell me the definition of the word yeet yeet okay so yeet is you know, I, oh, that's right. I, I looked up some amazing definitions for you on Urban Dictionary. They are quite excellent. But just to sort of give you an example of what yeet is, whenever Melinda the spy jumps down from the fly system, she, you know, whips out her little Bond, James Bond pistol and yells yeet and then swings down. Okay? So. Okay. Here's first, here's the top definition. Yeet is a beautiful and commonly misused word. It is very flexible and can take many parts of speech. An extremely expressive word that can be used in many situations. On one end of the spectrum, yeet can be bellowed with a full guttural sound whilst lobbing an object furiously to assert authority. On the other hand, yeet can be used gently like the faint brush of a butterfly's wings as it crosses one's lips as one completes a difficult task. Everyone thinks they know what it means until they realize they have no fucking clue. And the example sentence that says, Hi, friendly person said, yeet. What? Um, yeet, your reaction when your mom buys you some fresh Crocs. Yeet can mean anything. Yeah, so I hope that sort of, sort of, you know, clarified it for you. That only made it more confusing. This person said, yeet is a wild card. Are you thirsty? Yeet. And it can also, yeet can basically replace any word. It can replace any subject, any noun, any verb, any adjective. Some people argue about the past tense of yeet. Some people say it's yoat. Other people say yeeted. I don't know which one is worse. <laughs> yeah, here's another example sentence. Timmy, hey, want a high five? Jack, sure. Timmy, yeet. So, you know, and I really love that one person's description of how yeet can be like a guttural, guttural sound in in the throat, you know, when I get all my actors together and we're, and we're doing ensemble warm-ups, you know, I sort of like to gather them 
in a circle and I just I just told him I'm like let it come from within you and we all just go eat and you know some people you know I'm like what is it what is it today and some of them are just like just whispered to me and they go yeet and I'm like that's that's beautiful and it brings tears to my eyes so get ready for that next week you know we're gonna do a warm-up I can show you what our warm-up is where we all stand in a circle and yell yeet you can join us if you'd like okay and then we're gonna also warm up with the Meisner technique which you can join even though we can't see you we can make comments on your voice okay yeet <laughs> all right this has been dinosaur tea time we look forward to next week when we will have the big one and you know maybe we'll have post-show interviews or in media res interviews you know <laughs> gotta be experimental you know i hope you all come out to the theater it's really great we don't have any seats but we have a fly system and we like have snacks, but no walls, so or bathrooms. <laughs> so you know it's a five-hour show. I hope you can hold it. I hope so too. This has been, well, I guess I have a few guests with me. This has been Felicity. This has been Felicity. This has been Felicity. This has been. I'm the little spy. Oh, did you see her? She just snuck in here, didn't even make a sound. And also, it's been trombone. And, you know, Gigantoraptor is a little shy, so I won't make him say anything. He's he's the butterfly kind of yeet. <laughs> okay. And you are? I'm Becky. <laughs> All right. Yeet. Bye! Bye! I'm going to layer those over each other.